Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, college football fans. Hey, even high school football fans across the nation and around the world. This is Tim May with the Tim May Show. And uh, boy, I've got a special, special co-pilot on this show this week. I've been wanting to talk to this young man for a while. Uh, talked with him at the Braxton Miller football camp uh, last year. Told him I would get him on my show eventually. He thought I was lying to him, but uh, Chase Ferris, uh, former Ohio State uh, offensive lineman, actually former Ohio State defensive lineman also, former NFL uh, journeyman, uh, now head coach at O'Leary Catholic High School. Welcome to the Tim May Show. Man, glad to be here, man. Glad glad we got a chance to you know get this thing rolling for sure. So. Yeah. Well, hey, don't touch the buttons or the steering yoke unless I ask you to, unless we get into an emergency, okay, over there in the co-pilot seat. Well, let's, no let's get right down to it, man. I mean, you're executive director of the Save Our Children chapter. Uh, is that based in – where is that based in? Elyria, Ohio. Elyria. So it's Elyria where – yeah. So everything's in Elyria. And lo and behold, uh, what, a month or a couple of months ago, you were named the head coach at Elyria Catholic High School – and you're bringing on associate head coach, or maybe it's assistant head coach, but what's the difference, right? Uh, Troy Smith, uh, 2006 Heisman Trophy winner from Ohio State, uh, former NFL quarterback, and uh, Duran Grant, who's going to be your strength and conditioning coach, and basically what? Uh, I'm sure he's going to lord over the defense, whatever his title is, right? Well, my defensive coordinator. He's a D coordinator, yes. Yeah. And uh, I had him on the Tim May show a couple of years ago. I really like Duran. And, uh, and of course, you know, who doesn't like Troy? 
he's an interesting dude to say the least. But uh, just it, catch people up, man. How did this come about? I mean, uh, did you put your name in the hat? Uh, did someone contact you? How did you become the head coach at Elyria Catholic High School, which I think is your first real full-time coaching job, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I've <clears throat> I originally got out of you know out of football as as we all do, um, and you know I mean when the cheering stops, we have to we have to refocus, recenter, um, and really rediscover who we are. You know I mean as a person. You know I mean without football player being attached to the end. Um, so that's how I ended up back home in Elyria, um, being the executive director of a nonprofit, uh, which is Save Our Children. Um, after being here for a few years, um, we start to get that itch for the game. You know, um, that that uh, like I, you start seeing things. You're like, yeah, people are doing things, but they're not doing it the way it should be done. You yeah. know, I mean, we we have things rolling, but it can be better. We want to we want to continue to elevate and enhance in our community. Um, so when the opportunity came, um, it was kind of a uh, a no-brainer for me, but at the same time, I had to make sure everything was solidified at Save Our Children and that that position wouldn't lack at all. Um, as we went through the inter interview process, I told them, I said, hey, I'm not coming to work in the school. Um, I found my passion, which is, you know, education and and, and after-school mentoring for the, the youth in my city. So when we got through that, uh, got through that hoop, it opened up a position to be able to bring up Dur uh, Duran. Um to say, hey, you know, we got this position in the school, um, and now you you get to widen your palate when it comes to personal training, um, having facilities, and at the same time, you get to elevate your you know what I mean your 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 role, and now you're a D coordinator, not just an assistant coach. Um, because as you know, Duran was down there at Pick North with those guys for yes. a few years. Um, so after that, um, finding out that that Troy's in the area, um. We literally, I said, hey, you know, let's talk. Um, I know you know, he has aspirations and goals and things that he wants to accomplish as well. Um, so me, him, and Duran sat down and talked to see if we could figure this thing out and make it happen. Um, and it was just a collaborative between the three of us, um, like-minded individuals, you know, who all come from the same lineage, and which is that Ohio State tree. Um, so putting everything together uh, realizing that I'm, I'm the boots on the ground type of guy. Like I'm in my backyard, like in my community, they said, Hey, you go ahead. You know what I mean? You can go ahead and lead the charge from that, from that aspect. Um, Troy takes the offense, Durant takes the defense and anywhere I can continue to help us enhance. You know I mean, when it comes to, you know I mean? Putting this thing together and putting the best product on the field, we're going to get the job done. Yeah. And you got, you guys are all like you, like you pointed out, you guys are all, Going to maintain, like you say, you're going to you're going to remain uh, executive director of Save Our Children, right? I mean, and uh, Troy's got his real estate development uh, company. I think he's working uh, working on there in Rocky River, Ohio. And Duran is moving to your area. Obviously, he's been involved in all kinds of things, including, uh, like you pointed out, strength and conditioning and getting you know getting youth ready for the next step, whatever their next step is. And uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I would, it's hard to be a head coach and not be 100% involved, though, isn't it? I would think you're thinking about this 24-7 now, right? I mean, you've you've dived into it off the uh, high cliff. Yeah, uh, we, we dove in head first. Um, like, all three of us know how, how it looks to win. We know how it looks when it's right. We know what it looks like when it's not. 
we none of us go for the excuses that we we know how the high school jargon goes when it comes down to hey I'm over here I'm over there um, we know we've been around the block a few times yeah so for us uh, so for us it's it's to the point where we've been at the highest level and we kind of kind of have to like unwind it or unpack it a little bit mm-hmm. and really hey this is high school you know what I mean we we can't go and, and give them a playbook with a uh, hundred plays. Um, and expect them to retain all knowledge and execute at a high level because football isn't their job right now. Their job is they're student athletes. You know what I mean? So we make sure the classroom stuff is done first. And to be over there with a great group of guys like we have right now, that's the least of our worries, um, which is which is an amazing feeling. Yeah. Um, so to be able to you know be in be in this role and, and just being able to kind of unpack it bit by bit. Um, and really just realize, okay, when I was in high school, we did X, Y, Z. But then with all these rules and regulations, man, things are, things are, 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 are a lot different now. So it's, it's, you know what I mean, saying, okay, we did this, but now we're only allowed to do this. So it's really adjusting and adapting on the fly um, and continuing to, to provide quality strength and conditioning program to help build these young men into quality citizens um, and, and great football players. You know what I mean, as we all know, they – they desire to be um, and great leaders in their school. I mean, who all the students will want to follow. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys, uh, I, I think Ohio high school, Ohio high schools now or this year, uh, maybe it's been around for a couple of years, but you're allowed to have some kind of spring football in some form or fashion. I think if you opt for that, right. I mean, uh, maybe I'm wrong about uh, that. I mean, but are y'all, obviously y'all are running a strength and conditioning kind of situation uh, I would think off season. Uh, are you are you going to have or did you have any kind of spring drills or? Uh... So once once May fifteenth hits, um, then we'll be able to do seven on sevens. Yeah, I believe the the OSA rules say we are allowed to have I think thirteen seven on sevens, and I'm just like we probably won't take all those days, um, but those those days also count as like competition days, so we can have the full group together um, on thirteen occasions. So. We have a few seven on seven scheduled right now. Um, looking to get into more like some of the big man competitions too. Yeah, um, I know there's not a lot of those. They're kind of newer you know, to the to the circuit in the springtime. But um, like I said, with you know with me being a, a lineman and a big guy, uh, I think we can find a way to you know I mean to to sweeten the deal and have you know a lot of these schools pull up and we can you know I mean whether it's you know, train together or you know I mean sharing philosophies or. Just at the end of the day, like our goal is to to elevate the game of football, um, to to be able to help these young men play it at the highest level that they they possibly can fathom. Um, uh, so whether it's, it's getting us together um, and drilling, or getting us all together and finding a way to compete safely, um, we're all for it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I remember talking with uh, Chris Spillman when he when he you know he did talk radio for a long time and stuff and all kinds of other things. But he took that job with the Detroit lions a couple of years ago and yeah. uh, basically as an assistant, you know, do whatever, do whatever is needed. You know what I mean? Basically assistant, I think maybe to the, I think it's the president of the, of the club, but uh, he wanted to get his, he wanted to get back into being part of an organization. Number one, that involved football, but number two, you know, where you're judged uh, every Sunday or in your case, every Friday night or Saturday night uh, 
on winning or losing. You know, you know, at the end of the week, what you did and stuff. He liked that. He missed that. James Laurinaitis did the same thing, became a GA at Notre Dame last year. And now he's a, a GA with linebackers back at Ohio state. Uh, and he, that was one of the things that drew him back too, along with interaction, being part of something, you know, but, but also knowing there's the, at the end of the day, you're, you got a W or an L next to your name and you kind of miss that. Right. I mean, uh, is that part of what kind of lured you back into this? So, so growing up being an athlete, like you're always a part of a team. You know, I mean, you always identify with the sport. You, I mean, you always, you're always tied to something greater than yourself, like you said. Yeah. Um, but for me, what drove me back to the game was seeing individuals or, or students in my community feeling that they had to leave our community in order to be successful. Yeah. Um, I felt that they didn't really grow up with the same sense of pride you know, that I had being from, you know, I mean, Illyria, you know, I mean, being from a, a small town guy, even though we're D, they're, you know, I mean, Illyria, the public school is a D1 school, Illyria Catholic, we're D4. Um, but at the same time, um, realizing that, hey, we can stay here in our backyard and Lorraine County has talent. Um, and, and it's my, and it's our, per se, it's our, um, well, it's our duty. Yeah. Our duty is responsibility, you know I mean, to, to shine that light on Lorraine County to say, hey, you know I mean, there's a lot of guys here. You know I mean, they may not, they may not play here, but they're all here. So, you know I mean, you guys don't have to, you know I mean, you don't have to, to do, you know I mean, X, Y, and Z to, you know I mean, to be noticed, you know I mean, to, to be seen, to, to get that three, four, five-star rating, you know what I mean, that those other guys are getting. You know, you can, you can stay home and, and play in your community for your community in front of your community um, and give the other youth in the community hope. Uh, when you, I'm sure you've had a team meeting, right, of some sort. I mean, you have to kind of have to know who's coming back, right, and who you got. I mean, uh, you've had one of those, yeah. haven't you? A couple, three, maybe 12. <laughs> what? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, we've had a handful of them. Well, what, here's um, what I'm asking. To get the guys together. Um, yeah, so when you walk in that room, were you – were you excited about what you saw? Were you sort of like, oh, my God, this is going to be a big job? I mean, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Or, you know, were you disappointed by what you saw in front of you? I mean, explain explain what you – explain your first gut feeling when you saw your team. Oh, man, I was I was, I was was riled up. Uh, we did a – they did an actual, like, a, a press release. Um, so, like, we walked into the room downstairs um, – and the whole team was sitting in there and I'm looking at these guys like they're, they're nervous. They didn't know who they had about a month and a half, not knowing who the football coach was going to be, but they still came in and continued to lift and get better. You know what I mean? And they had that drive and that hunger to be, to be better each and every day. Ooh. So that, like I was extremely grateful for the coaches that stayed for the coaches that stayed I'm forever grateful because they did everything, not knowing what their own future was going to be if a coach was going to come in and keep them, retain them on staff or not, but they did it for the kids. And for that, like I said, we, you know, we, we owe them everything. So it was a no brainer for me to keep those guys. So we have a, an amazing staff you know, of individuals who have a, a tremendous pride for their school, which is a Lyria Catholic. And like I said, being a part of that lineage now, um, the only way for us is forward. You know what I mean? The only way to go forward is through. Chase, are you going to be, uh, 
are you going to be a walk around head coach? Are you going to, obviously you're going to, I know you're going to work with the lines in some form or fashion. Uh, have you already determined that I'm sure you've thought this out, how you're going to approach being the head coach, you know what I mean? Just from a physical standpoint. Right. For me, for, for me personally, being a head coach is being a, a, a great manager. Um, we're not at the, at the, the collegiate level where I have a, an assistant that I can say, Hey, check this. Hey, blow this whistle. Hey, do that. And Go wash my the- car. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, 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 no, but, um, to be able to, you know, for us and being in this high school, this high school realm, um, we have to really be sufficient with the amount of time that we spend doing each thing. Um, like going through the rules, I'm looking like it says, we only have 60 minutes a week to be able to go full go contact. Yeah. And that's two 30 minute periods. And I'm sitting here like, how do I manage that time? You know what I mean? So, yeah. So for me, it's having, having a, a head, Heavy emphasis on the line play on both offense and defensive line. Um, but it's really me and Duran focusing on how to develop these players. And then once we get rolling during the season, um, like I said, I, I have the utmost faith in, in all of our coaches that we've hired. Um, so, like I said, I'll be, hey, uh, I'll be literally a, a support for them if they need me. But I'll probably be that, hey, stop over here in the O-line for a little bit. Let me go check the linebackers. Let me, you know what I mean? That that walk around and say, hey, yeah, just because I'm I'm a line guy doesn't mean I don't know what this looks like. I know what it's supposed to look like. Hey, snap, you know, you know what I mean? Snap down, yeah. get into it. Yeah, all that. So yeah. I'll, I'll be that I'll be that fly on the wall, but I'm always around. I'm always watching. Yeah, I was gonna say the economy that you have to work with there, you know, what two 30-minute uh uh what you call it, full drill or full contact sessions a week. That's you can't waste a minute, right? I mean, you gotta, you gotta be on a, what was they say? You gotta, you gotta be on a move with your head on a swivel the entire yeah. time there, because those are precious, those reps. Right. And, uh, yeah. uh, and you, you sound like to me, like, you know, during your build up to this, you, I don't know if you kept a little notebook or, you know, or just kept it in your head, but you've, you've kind of like figured out if I ever became a head coach one day, this is the way I would approach it, right? I mean, am I correct on that? No. So for me, um, for a while, coaching wasn't in the cards. Um, but like I said, you can't <laughs> you can't get ready. You have to stay ready. Yeah. So being you know what I mean being being around the coach Myers, being around the, the Bill Belichick's, and being you know I mean, being a part of. The, the best season in Ohio State history and the worst season in Ohio State history, which is actually wild when you think about it. Um, you know what it looks like to win. You know what I mean? And and the, the things that Coach Meyer and Coach Marotti like ingrained in us, like it's you know, four to six A to B, relentless effort. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. the and the win. You know, it's the, the play great defense, win a kicking game, no turnovers, get you know, get two first downs, like all all the stuff like it's like I, it's it's ingrained in us. So when it comes time to coaching a high school football team, I have people saying, Hey, how do you balance your time? How can you XYZ, how can you do this or do that? And I say, number one, you win with people. I have individuals that coach with me that I trust, you know what I mean, to to handle the, the helm if I'm not there. You know what I mean? Hence the titles. So yeah. at the same time, for us, you know, I mean, football is second nature. This isn't something that we had to go out and, you know, I mean, we we've mastered this. We've got our ten thousand reps in. 
You know, so things that it takes an individual who hasn't really played the game, you know what I mean, and, and, and is trying to formulate different things to do, it may take them two or three hours. It may take me or Duran or Troy 30 minutes. You know what I mean? So, yes. You know what I mean? There, there's a lot that goes into this, but at the same time, our our overwhelming knowledge of the game, you know what I mean, and the body positions, the, you know what I mean, the the schemes, the the effort, you know what I mean, it's it's all ingrained in us. Yeah. You know, uh, Eddie George, I, I've, I've had him on my, my podcast several times, my show several times, you know, but the, especially after uh, he got that job at Tennessee State, kind of like you. I mean, yeah. he, he had no intention of being a head coach. I mean, he was trying to help Tennessee State kind of get going and stuff, and then all of a sudden somebody said, well, why, why don't you become – why don't you be the head coach? You know what I mean, type thing. And next thing you know, he said yes, you know, and uh, – but he'd never been even – he'd never really even been a coach except working with his kids and stuff, you know, a little bit. And uh, just every day he said, I just tried to learn something, you know, or many things every day leading up to – because like you just said, it's win with people, it's motivating people, it's getting people not just players in the right position on the field to make plays and then coaching them to make the play, but it's also getting the coaches – who can do that too. And you're all on the same wavelength and all this kind of stuff. And it, it takes a while to develop that fabric, doesn't it? Yeah. Like I said, you have to, you know what I mean? The, the relationships and the bonds aren't built overnight. I mean, they're built, um, they're built and forced, you know what I mean? And under, under stressful situations, you know what I mean? We, we've yet to be battle tested yet. You know what I mean? But each and every day we come in there, you know what I mean? We give it our all. Like I had a coach the other day say, Hey, I noticed when you come out there, you fired up. You know what I mean? After you know I mean, after we, we finished the workout, we could see you declining. We got to get some more snacks in here or something. And I'm like, because I'm emptying, like I expect our our kids to empty the tank. I'm emptying the tank every day as a coach. And when they see me out there, sometimes I have a whistle. Sometimes I might just be yelling the whole time. Like tell them, I might say hit, I might say go. It might be a whistle. It might not be a whistle. It might be yeah. a foot. You never know. Like, but whatever I have in the tank, they get it. You know what I mean? And I expect the same in return. I tell the players every day. Effort is non-negotiable, and the game rewards those who work hard. And so, at the end of the day, we we don't we don't we don't say things, throw them to the wall, and hope they stick. We lead by example. You know, what I mean, expect them to follow. Yeah, you know, I've always I've, I've admired you for a while. You you know, I used to kid you, not kid. I mean, used to talk to you as often as I could when you were at Iowa State. I mean, things aren't like the old days where you can just hang out. You know, but right. uh, but along with your beard, which is one of the great beards. I think in the human race right now, uh, it always has been, you know how much I admired that uh, in my negative version of it, or as my wife says, yeah, that's probably the right thing to call it negative. Um, but uh, I, I, it just seemed to me like you were always paying attention other than just what, not just what you were supposed to be doing, et cetera. Uh, and Luke Fickle was like this when he was at Ohio state, he was, he was paying attention to how, things were being done from the coaching side of things. I mean, he was kind of like hanging out, you know, you know, Luke Fickle's now at Wisconsin and stuff. It's one of the great success stories in, in college football coaching. But uh, when you were like, like you just pointed out, Bill Belichick, I mean, I would think, you know, on the one hand, you're trying to make the team and play and, you know, et cetera. But the other hand is you're, you're learning, right? I mean, you're learning about how this guy is running this organization Along with having Tom Brady, what else did he do, you know, that uh, made him a winner? But, you know, what did you just pick up just that, that still sticks with you 
being around Bill Belichick and the way he did things? Man, it's the, it's the simple slogan, and it's everywhere. Um, he doesn't expect you to go above and beyond and be, you know, I mean, this lights out guy. He just wants you to come in and do your job. Yeah, do your you job. It's everywhere. When you go up there to this, it's everywhere. Do your job. So that's all he expects. Like, he expects nothing more, nothing less. Do your job. You know, and then he has little little tidbits to throw out here and there. And then you see how different things like play like play into fact. Like pros stay up, like pros don't fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pros practice staying up. And like I said, if you if you fall too many times, you must not be a pro. Yeah. Um so but time that goes into your strength and conditioning. Okay, is is my core strong enough to sustain these hits? You know what I mean? Am I are my arms big enough to to withhold or, or to, to block a three hundred and fifty pound lineman? You know what I mean? Am I am I doing everything I need to do to learn these plays? You know what I mean? And and know all fifty. Uh, I don't know if it was it was somewhere. It was it was up there. All fifty like rally calls. Like it's like I opened up my book bag the other day and I found uh, my travel book bag from when I was in New England. I use the same book bag every every trip. Um, and I pulled I pulled it out and I felt one of the side pockets. I had a, a stack of color coded note cards. Um, where it was, my run cards were blue. My my pass pros were yellow. My pass plays, um, formations were pink. My my hot calls or my rally calls were, um, I want to say they were white. So, but it was, it was this whole thing. And so now, like, like for the younger guys that are committing to like D one schools from around here, I'm like, hey, you you want to go to the pros? This is what it takes. I found my my notebook from the Super Bowl. Um, and like you said, I was on the I was on the practice squad, but my note you wouldn't be able to tell by my notebook. My notebook looked like I was getting ready to start in the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's it's do your job and it's next man up. Yeah. Um, so when you when you go through that notebook and you look at the details and the notes, um, taking taking film breakdown from every defensive lineman on both side, both defensive ends, tackles, noses, never knowing where you're going to play at. Um, knowing all five positions, like it's, I would literally in practice go in at right tackle and end up over at left tackle. Wow. Wow. So like, so being, um, being there really made me a student of the game. Like at Ohio state, I, I learned how to play the game, but being in new England helped me understand the bigger picture. Like there were, there were times where it was, it would be a thing they'd say, Hey, talk like us. Don't put it into your own terms. Talk like us. So now we know you fully understand it. Yeah. Um, there's, there's other times where it's like, okay, hey, yeah, I'm a lineman, but excuse me, when we call this, when we call this play, what's the formation? Okay, now that you know the formation, if that if that Sam backer walks up, can he blitz or not? I'm like, no, because we have a three by one set, so you have to go cover the number three. So therefore, he's bluffing. So I know I only have defense like. It's those types of things that really, it really, they really get ingrained in you. And once you get that work ethic and that and that overall knowledge for understanding the game, and not only for understanding, but now to be able to teach the game in a different manner. You know what I mean, how can you lose? Yeah, the quest for details, man. I mean, it it goes from like being overloaded to like, hey, I want to know more, right? I mean, I want I want to be if if my if my name is called, I want to be totally prepared to go in there and, and do what I got to do. I wanted to ask you this. Uh, uh, is Urban Meyer misunderstood? Well, how would you describe what, you know, you talked about the 46A to B. Uh, give me that effort every play. 
um, not just every play, but every skull session, every workout, every weight room workout, four to six, A to B, it, it covers a lot of ground there and stuff. What if Urban had a if Urban had a secret formula, what what was it from your standpoint? I mean, you guys didn't lose a a regular season game the first, you know, in 12 and 13. Then you, you know, you get beat by Michigan State and then by Clemson. Then you come back and uh in the bowl game, then you come back and win the national championship at 14. What if Urban Meyer had a had a secret, what was it that you figured out? Here's Urban what I thought. Here, let me what I've always said was he didn't tolerate excuses. He, and he's one of those guys, as I've best said it, because I, I I did a podcast with him last year and we've done a couple this spring and stuff, but uh uh, don't tell me what you've done. Tell me what you're doing. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't want, you know, we're not talking about yesterday. We're talking about today and tomorrow. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Right. So up your butt a little bit too, right? All the time. But go ahead. Listen, Irvin, he he understood the mindset of, of, the, of a young adult and said, hey, we're not going to just show you what to do. We're going to show you why we're doing it. You know what I mean? So explain his big thing was explaining the why like the why um so like if for instance we're at if at, we're at practice and and something happens and you look over and it's like you you palms up like i don't know like you know what i mean like the palms yeah. up like no you know the why so there's no palms up um but for him he knew how to create a hunger in the players um that we could only unleash on game days and whoever was in front of us was victim to that, was victim to that 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 hunger. Uh, so we went out each and every day, no matter who it was, no matter you know I mean, who we were playing. It could have been Akron, it could have been Alabama. Um, whoever was in front of us, we we had to unleash that. And, and at the same time, he knew that hey, um, he would look at us. And he could he could look at you and tell if you're ready or not. Like he, you know I mean, he's been around those guys. Think about the. The things he'd done previously, you know what I mean, in Florida, you know, in the Utah, the BGs. Yeah. Like he'd tell us, like, look, I gotta beat my BG team would have would have would have stumped you guys. And then there's days where he was like, Look, yeah, the guys are ready. They're they're ready to go. You know what I mean? So there's you know I mean an overwhelming sense of, of, of gratitude I have for him putting us in those situations to where it was a it was a, a fight or flight situation. You know what I mean? Some do, some don't. That was one yeah. of his big things. Some do, some don't. Um, and and what you wanted to do was be a guy that does. Um, and he also had another saying. It was just like, you know, I mean, some guys, you know, I mean, they put their hand in that cookie jar and they take and they take and they take, and eventually, when everything runs out, they're left with nothing. You know, I mean, be a guy who gives back. Um, so, you know, I mean, he had, there's so many things like and so many lessons that he's taught us. You know, I mean, over the years, um, that 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 stick with you to this day. You know, I mean, some of the things I, I, I teach to my son as well. Um, but for for Urban, like he was just a guy who knows how to get results. You know, what I mean, he had a, an amazing, amazing team around him. You know, what I mean, a, a, a tremendous, um, outstanding weight staff. Like Coach Mick, like yeah. man, like days in there with Coach Mick and 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 Coach Kenny Parker. And when Matus came in, like like stories and stories, but like. You know what I mean? They built character. You know what I mean? They built confidence. They built trust. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. workout that we had, they knew how to build that brotherhood. Like that brotherhood was built in that workout room, in that weight room, 
and on coffee in Ackerman Fields. That's where the brotherhood was built, and that's where the brotherhood was born. Um, and and like I said, the the things that you went through with those individuals, you know, what I mean, you you'll never forget. You know, what I mean, so we could I could pull up forty years from now and see uh, a Pat Elfline or the Curtis Grant and say, "Hey, remember when we were over on Coffee Fields and X Y Z." And it, and you know, I mean, is you know, I mean, you just never know. Like they, they'll know it like it was yesterday. So, yeah. like I said, he knows how to build those relationships. You know, build bonds and, and really feed into his players and create that hunger and that drive to be successful. Yeah, and I remember, you know, basically he said, you know, he don't he don't want great. He wants y'all to be elite. You know what I mean? I mean, anybody, can, you know, you can be. A lot of people are great, but to go that extra mile, that extra, that extra lift, that extra workout is, you know. Uh, be as elite as you can be as an individual is, is his point, right? And uh, hey, yeah. well, let's uh, real quick before, we, before you go. I appreciate you doing this, Chase. And uh, you've been sitting in that, that co pilot seat. Uh, I mean, I've been I've, I've been impressed by the way you've been. Uh, I've let you fly this plane. But uh, speaking of flying the plane, you're the head coach, uh, Troy Smith's your offensive coordinator, assistant head coach. Yeah. Um, have y'all already figured out, you know, who's calling the plays and who has – you understand what I'm saying? Who has censorship? Listen, man, I said, listen, it's, it's his show to run. Anywhere I can continue and enhance, like I said, I'll do that. Like I said, it's, it's, it's his show to run. We're going to get the show on the road. Just know that. Third and two, and this is your third and two, and uh, he makes a call and you're on the headset. And you don't like that call because you don't feel like because you're watching the game too. You've got that gut feeling. You know your team. Third and uh, no, let's make it third and four because that's a little bit more of a tricky thing. Uh, championship on the line, et cetera. Or is it going to be a confab? Or are you going to go, hey Troy? It's all yours, man. Listen, we're winning the championship. He's got us there. He could take it from there. I like that. I like that. Uh, and Duran, same thing. <laughs> Trust him with my life. You're not gonna say, "Hey, blitz the hell out of him, Durant." Come on, man. Come on, Listen, man. Huh? He know what type of he know what type of time I'm on. He know what type of energy I'm bringing. But at the same time, I trust him to do his job. That's why I brought these guys up here. Like I said, anywhere I can continue and enhance, I'm there. Other than that, and when they got they got the rings, I'm there to be a service if they need me. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys all have rings of some sort you can flash at people uh, to show that yeah you've been there, done that. Uh, uh, real quickly before you go. Offensively, what are you going to run? I mean, what do you go? What what what's going to like? Uh, I don't know, define your offense. I'm, I'm listening here. We're going to be a bunch of we're going to be a bunch of uh... <laughs> wild hogs. <laughs> Listen, I, I tell I tell these kids so much in the weight room. Uh, I'll just say this: you know what I mean. They'll be ready to compete when the foot hits the ball. Just know that. Okay. But are you going to spread the field? Are you going to line up and uh, shove it down their throat? What are you going to do, Chase? Listen, you'll have to show up at the first game, August 18th versus Liberty Benton High School in Finley. You already keeping, You already got closed practices. You're already keeping secrets. Defensively, yeah. though, what are you going to be all about? Are you going to be all about pressure? What are you going to be about? Man, going to show up the first game, August 18th versus Liberty Benton. You see, I, may, I may be there, actually. That's not that far out of a drive for – for this 69-year-old. Hey, Chase, man, I really appreciate you joining me, man. This 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 was cool and it's fun. And it's like, you know, this is a you've you've dived into the deep end of the pool immediately, man. You didn't do the GA route, right? And uh 
it's going to be interesting to watch you three guys coexist along with your other coaches, but mainly you three guys, which uh, a lot of people, I mean, this drew national headlines when you guys got this job. So uh, I'm wishing you all the best, my man. I am going to come up and watch you maybe a couple times. Uh, can I get in for free? Listen, I'll send the gar- I'll send the golf cart out for you. Don't worry about it. You Don't are a, you are a sweetheart, and I mean that. I mean that professionally. Appreciate it, man. Hey, Chase, thanks for joining the Tim May Show. Man, I appreciate it, Tim. Man, have a great one. And ladies and gentlemen, until next week, we'll see you then. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed. It's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.